right, we're back. Thank you, everyone, for rejoining Tversky Tuesdays. I am your host, Hananya Abraham, and we are heading into our 12th podcast already. Um, we ended off last time talking about when we are free, how we we're able to go ahead and develop our potential to its fullest. And where does that come from? That comes from the truth. When a person is knowingly honest with himself for who he is supposed to be, what he is capable of, that will bring about a sense of freedom for who we can be and how we can live. And that will enable us to live a life to the fullest. And that was finishing up chapter 3. On to chapter 4. The ability to be humble. For those of you that have the book or are curious where we're up to in the book, it's page 37. And again, like I said, it's chapter 4. The ability to be humble. I don't know whether animals are vain, parentheses, except perhaps strutting peacocks, but they certainly know nothing of humility. This is an ability only human beings have and is one of the traits that contributes to being a better person, a spiritual person, and therefore a happier person. Very well said. I think the concept of humility and a person being grounded and being able to know where their place is. Think about it like this. If someone says to you, oh, that guy, John, he is down to earth. He's with it. He's personable, relatable. What do we say? We say things that are closer to us, to the current situation, down to earth, to the ground, connected, a part of something. Now think about someone that's spacing out or aloof or heads are in the clouds. We're saying things that are away, very far from where we are and the things that we do. So to have a situation where a person is completely not present, it's because they are away, they are somewhere else completely bringing it back over here, I think that concept is what we're talking about. Humility brings about a sense of knowing who we are and where we are in that situation and being humbled and lower to the ground, attached, aware, is what I'm trying to get to here. That's really when a person has the sense of being aware, you end up being able to know, be a better person because you're being your true self. And then continues Dr. Torsky that you will end up being also a spiritual person and therefore a happier person. So imagine that. By someone being present and knowing exactly where they are at any given moment and being aware and grounded, that will end up bringing a person to being happier. Continues Dr. Torsky. It is rather unpleasant to be in the presence of a vain person. Think of the person at work who never tries telling you how great he is. Who never t- I'm sorry, who, who never tires of telling you how great he is. Or the woman whose entire demeanor is so f- self excuse me, aggrandizing. Or your neighbor who tends to belittle those around him by being condescending, a name dropper, or a spinner of tall tales. It's also rather unpleasant, uh, unpleasant to be the vain person. Vanity is often the hallmark of a narcissistic personality. Very well said. 
I don't think there's anything to really add to that. When a person is so vain, it's completely a shell around a human being that creates a person to be so inwardly selfish. And that's what a narcissistic person is. The term narcissism, continues Dr. Torsky, derives from the Greek myth about Narcissus, who was a very handsome, and when he saw his reflection in the water, he fell in love with himself. Narcissistic people are infatuated with themselves, and they never see anything wrong with themselves. You know, I'm thinking about the person that is always complaining or saying how everyone it's everyone else's fault about something, or people that are not able to take ownership for who they are. Okay, and I'm not talking about someone that has been through some sort of trauma and they're, they need to be validated. They need to be healed and cured and taken care of before they go anywhere else. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about someone that is not able to take ownership for who they are and just overall responsibility. That is someone that they just see themselves. And they expect, continues Dr. Torsky, everyone to respect or even adore them and are easily offended when they think people do not appreciate them enough. Which is unbelievable. I think one of the things that are very, very important in life from a partner, from a relative, from a spouse, from a parent from a teacher is to be validated and making sure that the, that you on your side of the relationship are validating your partner. And I think when a person is able to validate someone else so they don't necessarily agree with what the person is saying or feeling or experiencing but they are able to validate the person for who they are in that situation, and that's very important. But when a person, like Dr. Torsky is saying here, people do not appreciate them enough, meaning they're trying to validate themselves. There's no such thing of a person being able to validate themselves. They have to be validated by others. And if you're going to try validating yourself, it's going to be a internal and personal and very selfish way of thinking and seeing things. Validation needs to come from someone else and being accepted by others. If the only person that you could be accepted by is yourself, that's what a narcissistic person is. That no one else has any say in anything that happens. Although the grandiosity of vain or narcissistic people would seem to indicate that they think that they are the greatest, the truth is just the opposite. Their grandiosity is a defense to protect themselves from their deep feelings of inferiority. There is a low self-esteem and insecurity underneath that person, and they're so scared of who that person might be. That is very, very dangerous. And the book continues. And they, in fact, suffer from the chronic afflictions of SDS, Spiritual Deficiency Syndrome. It is impossible to satisfy narcissistic people. Whatever you do for them, it's not enough. Regardless of how much you tell them, 
you love them. It is never enough because their underlying belief is that they are unlovable, does not allow them to accept any reassurance. Surprisingly, the term narcissistic is actually inaccurate. Narcissistic people do not love themselves. To the contrary, they generally suffer from very low self-esteem and seek universal approval and adoration to give themselves a sense of worthiness. Sort of, in some ways, like the addict that needs to have a certain substance. And the only way they can experience happiness is through the high levels of, of, of dopamine. And otherwise, they will not be able to have any sort of high. Maybe we could say the same thing about a narcissistic person. Is that really their drug is seeking universal approval and adoration to give themselves a sense of worthiness. Otherwise, they feel like they're nothing. So sad. And it's got to be so hard to live in such a small bubble of knowing what happiness in life can be. The self-centeredness of narcissistic people makes it impossible for them to be spiritual and impossible for them to be happy. This is a very good lesson to, to learn about what we are saying before and just also to recap for today is realizing how selfish narcissistic people are and in a way of it being so the opposite of the way we're supposed to be living life meaning in the sense of having that validation and giving that validity to someone else and in order to get approval from someone else. That's the complete opposite of how actual human beings are supposed to be behaving. Therefore, we understand that it's impossible for them to be happy. Thank you so much for joining this podcast and continuing on this journey. You can email me, as I would love to hear from you. Questions comments, thoughts, or maybe even some critic, critical, excuse me, constructive criticism. I will gladly take it. Kosher counseling at gmail.com. Have a good day.